As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Bellline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bellline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Hell, Bellline has real updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to BetOnline and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Also, folks, that bonus is armchair. So when you go in and sign up, type in armchair. All right, guys, welcome to another Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. Vlad Harris, your host. Happy Friday, you guys. Not much exciting going on in the world. Well, we had the Super Bowl, and we'll talk about that. Um, yeah, we have that. Valentine's is this weekend, so we'll talk about Valentine's. Because you know we gotta do that. I don't know why, but we do. I mean, I've covered perfect gifts. I mean, I'm not sure. Now, Pit Hoops, last weekend they lost to Virginia. I remember, I think, I, what was that? I was watching a game in the second half. It was close. Early in the second half, it was, it was close. I woke up, they were down big. I mean, they did battle back. But it wasn't enough, and well, there you go. You're going to have games like that. And plus, you know, UVA is the defending national champs. And, you know, they're just... UVA has always been a tough matchup for Pitt no matter what. You know, they just, you know, they've always been. But Pitt does have Georgia Tech. As they go to Atlanta on um, Sunday to play, barring it's not postponed... It's a 4 p.m. tip-off. Well, that's what it says on the schedule. You know, sometimes you know, when you're when you're in different times and they change the ske- you know, what the schedule looks like. So it may be a 3, p- 3 p.m. Central time, 4 p.m. Eastern, uh, whatever. I mean, regardless, you know they're going to play. And, um, yeah. But um, Georgia Tech overall is nine and seven. Their uh, latest game they played UVA as well and lost fifty seven forty nine. That was back on February tenth, which is two days ago. Now they did play Notre Dame and, and beat them eighty two eighty at home. So that's not really you know doesn't spell anything good for us. But they've you know, they lost to Louisville before that and. They lost to Duke, which we we beat Duke, so we got that going for us. 
all in all, this game really isn't going to be, and you know, it's not an easy, it's not going to be an easy game. You know, that happens. Now, as far as anything else is concerned, well, in terms of sports world, it's been, you know, it's pretty quiet so far. I mean, nothing really newsworthy for pit football. Well, actually, a whole bunch of stuff happened for pit football newsworthy, so we will talk about that. Let's see. Let's start with a few things. Uh, Aaron Donald, former Pitt, uh, you know, Pitt alum, won Defensive Player of the Year, and that caused some commotion from a lot of people, mostly Steelers fans, because you know they're pissed off because T.J. Watt didn't you know get his due. And um, I, hey, I get it. I mean, J.J. Watt wasn't happy either, but I think you know. TJ, either one, Aaron Donald or TJ Watt could have got the award. It's just that Aaron Donald plays interior, and it's hard for him to pick up. You know, he's the numbers he's picked up playing defensive tackle is just amazing. Whereas TJ Watt's an edge rusher, and down the second half of the season, his stats tend to seem to suffer a little bit. I mean, he just wasn't, you know, I guess as disruptive as he's been, as he's been early in the season. But regardless, statistically, he had an amazing year. But they went with Aaron Donald. That's just how it goes sometimes. I think you can also blame J.J. Watt for this as well because, you know, J.J. gets a lot of accolades himself. And I think, you know what, they probably, NFL could have also said, you know what, we really don't want to give this award to another Watt person because then people get pissed off. That's just my part of my theory. But you know what, usually those people that get pissed off at these things are usually people on Twitter or social media. And you can't take with a small fraction. And yeah, I mean, social media basically is a small fraction of everything. As we've learned that in the past, you know, just because somebody has um, one million followers on Twitter doesn't mean that one million followers are watching your TV or watching your TV show, let alone listening to their podcast. You know, that doesn't matter. Like, for instance, I have over 2000 followers. That doesn't mean... Um, 2,000 people are listening to my podcast. Hell no. Not at all. I mean, I got... Shoot, I'm lucky if I get 40 people listening to my podcast. But you know what? I do it out of habit. And... You know, you know I don't... My, my income doesn't depend on this. So... <laughs> it's just something I do out of hobby and it's fun and... I know nobody really listens to it. That's fine. I mean, I'm just a guy talking for 20 minutes. You guys can go anywhere else unless they want to talk to themselves for 20 minutes. I mean, not just a podcast. You can go radio show on the radio. Random guy in a building somewhere who's, you know, having some sort of crisis. You know, plenty of things. Excuse my chairs creaking. Uh, also, other pit news, Marty Schottenheimer passed away 
you know, he was one of my favorite coaches growing up in the 80s and 90s, and I used to love his locker room speeches and things, and it's just really sad that he never won a Super Bowl. I mean, he had so many good teams, and it just, you know, Cleveland, they had their issues. I mean, well, the drive, obviously, for Elway. KC, they had so many good teams. And the one year they had a really good team. It was the year actually the Steelers went to the Super Bowl. KC was the one seed and they played the 9-7 Colts. And they, it was a tight game. And for some reason, their kicker, I remember he shanked about three or four field goals. And they, they ended up losing. And just, you know, he just had really good teams. And then he went to San Diego and they did really well there. And. The year that she went to the Super Bowl, I think it was 2006, I think. They had a really good team. They played New England, and they played... They, they, were, they were the better team in this game. But they played so undisciplined that they beat themselves, and New England ended up winning. It's just like they couldn't stay... I don't, know, I don't know if they were hot-headed or what, but they just could not stay out of their own way in that game. They just kept screwing up. But the, yeah, the, but after that, they, but then they fired him after that, and they went with uh, freaking North Turner. They go from shot. I mean, I, I knew once they hired North Turner that things were going to start to go really downhill for them because Turner's a great coordinator, but he's head coach. I wouldn't have never, never done that. But the head Drew Brees, and then they let him. You know, then they didn't. They weren't too crazy about Drew Brees, and they let him go to. They let him go away to um, the Saints, and you know, Philip Rivers wasn't bad too. But I think at the end of the day, if you look at those two quarterbacks, I rather would have had Drew Brees. And Drew Brees retired as well. I just one thing I remember about Drew Brees is when I watched him at Purdue, and he played. They played against Penn State in nineteen ninety nine. I remember watching him pass all over that Penn State defense, and that defense was loaded. I mean, you had Arrington and. Uh, Courtney Brown, two you know number one draft, two top you know two first round picks, and there was a bunch of other NFL players on that defense, and he passed all over them. They lost the game in the end. I mean, it was a close game, but they just ran you know ran. You know, they had an opportunity at the end, and they just couldn't do it. But after that, I was I was hooked on Drew Brees. Now, some other things. Uh, LaShawn McCoy retired. Shea was a hell of a player. I mean, I looked, I mean, I don't think he's going to be a first bout Hall of Famer. I think he'll eventually get in, but I just thought his career was, I mean, he was so talented. I just thought his career was capable of a lot more. I thought he could have done more. I thought he could have, his stats could be a lot bigger than this. You know, he he played on some mediocre Eagles teams later in his career, and he played on some mediocre Buffalo teams. I mean, he still put up the stats. I think the the the, the thing when it really went downhill for him, I think, was when they they brought in Josh Allen. And of course, they really didn't need to run the ball hole as much anymore because they had a quarterback and he, who could, who could run and throw. But of course, he couldn't throw that good and. Teams obviously were to key on that, and 
it made LaShawn McCoy's job a lot harder. And of course, he went to Kansas City and he played sparingly. He was benched for the Super Bowl. And then he went to Tampa Bay where I thought he would do some things. And I, get, I think at the end of the day, he was just, he was, he had no more. But it was weird because he had that one big season in Buffalo. And then the offseason, he just, he had, that, he had that incident. And he was just never the same after that. I don't know if he just stopped training or what. I don't know. But I just thought his career was capable of a lot more. But if you look at his overall body of work, I mean, it's it's pretty good. He had 15,000 total yards from scrimmage. I mean, the guy was a workhorse. So, I, I mean, I think he'll, I mean, I'm happy he got two rings because for all the work he did put in, he deserved them. I mean, that's for a lot of players. I mean, it, if they put in the work, yeah, they deserve the rings. And some of these guys, they get rings later in life if they're, you know, a lot of them as coaches. I mean, Kevin Green got a ring as a coach. I mean, that guy, does, I mean, that guy deserved a ring more than anything. And that's what a lot of these, what happens with a lot of these, these players. I mean, they end up getting rings as coaches. Now, um, looking at some other things. Now, in terms of the Super Bowl, I watched it on um, Sunday. I, went, I actually went to a bar and watched the game. I've been going to the same bar every year since like 2014. And I wasn't sure about going into to it this year because of the pandemic, but I thought I would go check it out. I did, and I'm glad I did. I walked in. The bar, the chairs were set up for social dis- for social distancing, as were the tables. If you had a, if you had a crowd, they 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 put you in a private room, and the rules were you had to be seated. I mean, I mean, if you had if you wanted to get a drink, you had to be seated, and the server would come get you. Because they didn't want to, you know, you could, you could walk up and take a piss, but, um, or dump, whatever, you know, depending on what you had that day. But, um, basically the, the rule was they wanted, they, didn't, they wanted as less foot traffic as possible. And of course they had all the doors open too. So they had the air flowing through. So you're not stuck in the incubator, basically. But, you know, I'm glad I did. I had a few drinks and... The food isn't that great. I mean, they had a free hot dog and nacho bar. And it was weird because I talked to the bartender and I said, last year this place was so packed because it was a ghost town when I was in there. And I'm, you know, I'm glad I was able to support their business. But they said they've been doing pretty well. I mean, they, the regulars have come back and that's where they make their money as the regulars. But last year I remember it was packed. And I just remember... The hot dog and nacho bar, it was gone before, It was gone by the first quarter, at least before end of the first half. And it's because people brought their whole families in, which, you know, hey, I mean, it frustrated me to, with that because, but, you know, if it's, you know, it's a free meal. So, yeah, they brought their whole families in. They, everything got, everything was eaten up. So, yeah, I was, wasn't too happy with that. You know, me being me, but you know what? There's food places around. I mean, I had McDonald's before I before I walked in the bar. I ate some McDonald's and got my stomach, you know, filled up. So it wasn't too bad. But yeah, I watched the game there, and 
as far as the game itself, it was it left a lot to be desired. I mean, Kansas City in the beginning was driving the ball down the field. I mean, they settled for field goals. And I said one thing, one, one, the key thing for this game was preparation. Tampa Bay got to where they are because of preparation, and they were prepared again for this game. And people are saying, well, Kansas City was missing four of their, you know, three or four of their top linemen. But you know what? I, I understand that, but you got to prepare for stuff like that. Because there's a good chance your offensive line is going to get overpowered. you got to find ways to move the ball. And they did move the ball. I mean, they got to the end. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, Kansas City didn't, offense didn't do all that bad considering what they had, you know, what they were dealing with. Pat Mahomes had a bad, supposedly had a bad toe. They had a crippled offensive line. They just couldn't get in the end zone was the problem. Early in the game, they sell for field goals. And New England got in the, got in the end zone. That was, I mean, not New England, Tampa Bay. Shoot. You know why I'm, you know why I'm thinking New England? Because it's freaking Tom Brady. But yeah, that's the, re- the reason why Tampa Bay got to where they were was due to preparation. Ah, Jesus, I'm sitting here. I'm, concer- I'm calling them New England. Ugh. PTSD. From <laughs> Super Bowl PTSD. For all the times New England's been in the Super Bowl. But the big difference was early is Tampa Bay got in the end zone and, and Kansas City didn't. That was the big big difference. I mean, Mahomes got them down the field. It just they could not, no matter what, when he got to the red zone, they couldn't get in. Guys couldn't get open because they were against enough pressure with their front four that they didn't need to blitz anybody. They just, they just sat back in coverage. Nothing you can do about that. But yeah, overall it was pretty it was a pretty bland game. I mean I mean there was some action, but I think the only reason why it was bland because there wasn't enough scoring. Now let's take the time to talk about this battle line. Football might be over, but the NBA, college, and the NHL are in full swing. Belline covers a Awards, TV shows, reality TV. They have real up, real updated odds. Props, almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. Go to their website and use your mobile device to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus. Bonus uh, is armchair. Type in the promo code armchair and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bellline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, we'll wrap it up here. Um... It's Valentine's weekend, so I mean, I'm sure you guys got your gift ideas, and same with your ladies. Oh, you know, I did, I did see that Dr. Squatch, or whatever it's called, that soap. That looks like a good gift idea. I mean, I thought about, if I had some money to burn, I would, I would buy the soap and try it out, maybe the, maybe the deodorant. But ladies, also, there's also Manscaped, you can get them that. Although, you, as if you haven't ordered already. For you guys, I mean, of course, you're going to have to do, you know, flowers, candy, all that stuff. I mean, gift cards are nice, but women prefer gifts. I mean, depending on who you date, it's not, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's, it's the thought that counts. Or some, may, may, or maybe, you know, give them cash. I mean... They get let them buy what they want because you may not have the good ideas. I mean, whether it's you know whether they want purses, clothes. I mean, 
I know it's going to be hard with the pandemic, if you're, you know, depending where you're at in this world. But, you know, order out or make a home-cooked meal or something, you know. Whatever's going to work for you, the, you know, for the most. For the most, I mean, I'm sure being as Valentine's, you and your significant other will, will talk and communicate what you want to do. Sometimes it's better to do it that way. I mean, surprises are nice, but court, you know, if you want, you know, sometimes coordinating together to make it a special night always, always works as well. I mean, you got to put that, all that blue chew of impelling for you guys. You got, you got to put the work. I don't know. What the hell do I know? Anyways, guys, I'm ready to shit the ramble about. Hell to pit. Talk to you later, guys.